finally, you can build your business on your terms without high pressure sales tactics. Here's our big idea. When you build more relationships, you have more leads, more leverage, and more life. So if you love people and want to sell more by serving, then this podcast is for you. It's time to step off the hamster wheel of cold conversations and join us in the new world of relational sales, a world of convenience, comfort, and ease. Through conversations with guests and short teaching episodes, you'll understand what motivates people to choose you and be inspired to create the kinds of sales opportunities that close at 91%. Are you ready to be completely free of the grind that most salespeople experience every single day? Let's get into it and start serving. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Serving Not Selling. Thank you once again for joining us. And as a reminder, if you're enjoying this podcast and you believe in the message and you want to help more people find the show, please go and find and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and then share it with your friends. We would greatly appreciate that. Today, we've got an amazing guest, Matt Muscat, for you. And we're going to talk about extracting more value and three main points that we're going to discuss today a critical thinking exercise, the three by three technique, and tactics for a shifting market. So you're going to want to stick around and hear what Matt has to say. We're really excited that he is here. So Matt, thanks so much for joining us, man. Why don't I let you go first? You can have the honor and share your fun and interesting fact with us today. Thanks, Garrett. I'm pumped to be here and to to get creative on a fun fact. Um, I'd probably say my fun fact, people might think I'm a little bit insane, but my my five-year-old has been on over 200 flights with me. And wow. I think my two-year-old is probably approaching 40 or 50. So we love to travel with our kids. Uh, we don't always we don't always like them, but we always love them. And, <laughs> uh, you know, one of those things where being at home at your normal house with your kids can get kind of boring sometimes. You forget to appreciate mm-hmm. them. But seeing their reaction when you're out sightseeing, seeing cool new stuff, exploring new cultures is for, for us, it's a huge win. Dude, I love that, man. See, two, wait, so your five-year-old's been on 200 flights. Yes, we stopped Does, counting, like, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, sure. Is it like old hat? Does he do okay now, or is Dude, it he, still? Kind he's of- never, he's never cried. Like he, it's amazing. He, if we're if we're going to Florida, something easy. He watches his iPad, watches TV, reads a book. If we're going yeah. overseas, he sleeps after a couple of glasses of OJ. Occasionally, yeah. he shatters a glass <laughs> if he gets upgraded, and they are smart enough to give him a glass for his <laughs> yeah, OJ. Right, but exactly. other than that, no issues. Yeah. Wow. That's impressive, man. I love that. Good for you guys to be that bold to just like (laughs) we're going for it. I love that. Well, mine is not as fun and personal, but did you know that the classic book Green Eggs and Ham written by Dr. Seuss actually grew out of a bet with his editor that he could not create a book using fewer than 50 different words? That's where that book came from, Green Eggs and Ham. I say that because my kids are all about that book right now. So, uh, man, well, how cool. If I well, I think even cooler is the fact like that, like, we could go have a beer. I could challenge you to something, and that could be, you know, a multi-billion dollar selling book. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. That's true. Someone needs to challenge me about something to see if I can turn it around into something that amazing. But no, it's so cool. So let's jump right in, Matt, because you've got a lot to share. And, and I've had the honor of being on, on your show, which we're going to talk about that. I want you to tell them where they can find you. Uh, but Matt has a lot of value to bring to us today. He served as marketing director for Treadstone Funding, one of the nation's top boutique mortgage lenders. He spends most of his time working on new ways for real estate agents 
agents to utilize technology and stay on top of what's next in the industry. He's also married with two kiddos. You heard him talk about that. And I just want to jump right in. He's got a, a phenomenal. Uh, so you released your first book, I believe in 2020 called The Tangible Action Guide for Real Estate Marketing. Yeah. So go check that out. And the, the podcast, which again, I want you to bring up later, is called Marketing in Other Markets. Go check that out as well. Matt, um, again, thanks so much for being here, brother. But when people ask you, Matt, what do you do for a living? How do you tell them? And what do you say to them? thing I say all the time, I have, I have the best job in the world. I meet with lenders, I meet with realtors, uh, real estate professionals also. And we kind of talk about what assets you bring to the table, where you're from, who you know, and what, what kind of marketing approach we can draw out from your unique self and, and experiences. I think mm-hmm. marketing is not a one-size-all approach. I think you know time blocking certain marketing activities is but the details are not. So when I meet with you, we want to talk about you. I want to get to know you. I want all the details. Where'd you grow up? Where are you from? Who do you know? Why'd you get into real estate? And from there, we're going to craft what your what your marketing activities should look like. Hmm. I love that. So, and you kind of hinted at it, but you said, you know, extract more value is the topic of today. So, yeah. so talk about that. And we could jump right into the first point of a critical thinking exercise or wherever you want this to go. What does extracting more value mean? So the big thing is that there's so many things that are happening in your in your day as a person, but also as a salesperson. And most of us are not looking for all of these micro opportunities to see where they could lead. Most of the success in your career, most of your success in the stock market, most of your success as a real as a as a real estate professional will be governed by these things called tail events. I'm not sure not sure if anyone out there is familiar. And the idea is that like the day to day work we do every day we slowly inch up. We slowly inch up and then something really bad happens, the depression or recession, whatever, we slowly inch down for a little bit and we kind of go, we, we move slowly. But there's these things called tail events and these are massive events that you cannot predict. And that's when things go crazy. That's when things go really well or really poorly. Now, although you can't plan for a tail event, the more opportunities you have and the more opportunities you seize, the more opportunities you're going to have for these big events to happen. I'll give you an example. Um, you know, I do 40, 40, 50 realtor meetings a week, but one in every 500 turns out to be a whale of a producer that you meet with that over the course of 10 years ends up ends up sending you 50, 100, 500 deals. You know, mm-hmm. quite literally could be a billion dollars in business. If you're a real estate agent, are you looking for the opportunities of the clients you have and the people that are in your database that are poised to be more than just partners on one transaction, but could be lifelong referral sources. What is the bigger opportunity for every single person in your database? And I, you know, we talked about, you know, a critical thinking activity. And this is one of my favorite things because it is ungodly simple to do. It's to put 25 minutes into your calendar every day in your time block. 25 minutes, not that much time. Put your favorite cup of coffee out, make it special, maybe light a candle if that's what you're into and go through your database and pull up five names and critically think about those five people for five minutes a piece. Five times five is 25. I hope my math is right there. That'd be embarrassing if it wasn't. <laughs> it is. For each all one of us of can people, only do 3%. So you're fine. Yeah, right. We don't know <laughs> that <laughs> that's right. But for all of those people, think about a couple of questions. Think, what do they do for a living? Where are they from? Who do they know? Where do they live? How have we worked together before? Is there a bigger opportunity here? 
Are they involved with any charities? What are they into? What's going on on their Facebook? That's that's less critical thinking. That's a little bit more stalking. <laughs> and then you're going to think about how you could serve them aside from just real estate, by the way, right? Like what could you do for them based on their job? I mean, is there a certain type of referral that they need? Like what, what other opportunities are there? Um, half the time when you do this critical thinking exercise, you're going to see someone's name and think, oh shoot, I was supposed to call them last week. That's the most mm. common one. So the mm. first piece of value you're going to get is just simply being a better communicator with your clients. But mm. oftentimes you're going to realize that they work at a really big company. You're going to say, you know what? I bet if I took them out for coffee, I could, I could get them to introduce me to their HR person. I bet if I bought them a cup of coffee, they would, um, they'd be able to refer me more because they're a hairdresser and they have eight people a day sitting in their chair. Oh, you know what? They're a police officer and all police officers have other police officer buddies. And maybe I could come up with a program where it's like a homes for heroes program, but just my thing for every person in your database, there are deeper opportunities, but you just got to spend some critical time thinking time to figure it out. It's going to make you a better agent, a better friend, and a, it's going to help you serve them better, which, you know, point of the show anyways. Mm. I love that, man. I mean, I'm just sitting here taking notes, but I love that idea. You know, someone who has been referral from day one for eight and a half years and, and quite honestly done it at a pretty high level, never done something like that. And I wrote that down because I love that concept of just sitting there and thinking about number one, you know, so I have in my schedule right now, thinking time for my businesses, but I also have family thinking time yeah. because I'm trying to pause and think about, okay, how can I be serving them better? What am I doing? Right. Just pausing to stop and think and consider other people is something that is a little bit lost in our society. So I love the concept of saying, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to think about my people and try to understand what even like, even at the basic level, and you, you know, this is your idea, but even at the basic level, just sitting there and thinking, what could I do for them that would serve them in a better way than I'm doing now? Right. Even or, something yeah. that simple. Right. And you're going to, you're going to see people you're like, Oh my God, you know what? I know they just had a baby. I didn't send anything or, Oh my mm. gosh. You know, we stopped the search two years ago because it got too competitive. Well, hey, now things aren't so competitive. It's it's time yeah, to reach yeah. out again. It's going to yeah. give you not only the ideas of what you could of what you could do, but also what you could say. Because whenever we talk to realtors and we find out that they're not actively marketing, it's because they didn't know what to say. This mm. is going to be your time to figure out what your opportunities could be, and it might mm. be to say, you know what, what's hot this week? I haven't told them this yet. I need to spread the good word of whatever is happening in my market right now. Um, that's good. really where to go with it. The other piece there, and this is separate, but vaguely similar, is this is also a great time to pull up their contact in your database and make sure it's fully updated, right? Do you have their spouse in there? Do you have notes about their family in there? Do you have their employer? Do you have all this information? Lenders are really, really good at putting deep information into their CRM because it syncs with their with their mortgage origination software and we legally mm -hmm. have to collect all their information. Realtors are typically putting in like, you know, name, email address, phone number, address, what kind of house they're looking for, very surface mm -hmm. level stuff. You know, put mm -hmm. in their dreams, their goals, their wants, like those deep conversations from when you were spending hours in the car and at showings with them. All of that stuff is huge because then you're, then you're going to remember, you know what? I sold them a house two years ago, but it wasn't one that they loved because they lost out on that one check online, see if there's something out there that they love. Maybe you could reinvigorate them into the home search. And that kind of leads into our next strategy, 
um, which is the three by three strategy. Do you mind if I jump into it or yeah? Dude, we well, I was I was just sitting there thinking, man, I didn't even have to segue. You just did it yourself. That was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, please, absolutely, man. No, I love it. Go to go to the three by three. Cool. So the three by three. I'll set up the concept up first. The idea is that everybody out there, whether you think it or not, is into real estate. They're interested. Like th- they care about it because they have to live somewhere. Number mm-hmm. two, the media. Right. I mean, you can't turn on TV in a good market or in a bad market without hearing about the market. Mm. Number three, it's pretty, it's sexy. Like the shows people are watching are about houses and the attractive realtors that that sell them, right? Mm. Like we're all watching Selling Sunset. I get home and my <laughs> wife's telling me all these real estate things that she learned. And I'm like, sweetie, I don't think that's real life, but, but fair enough. Like just because I work yeah, in this right. every day doesn't mean doesn't <laughs> that you know, mean, right? Yeah, yeah that, I'm, that you're wrong, but. Might not yeah, be reality. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, not every realtor brings a thousand dollars of swans to every open house, but <laughs> right. that is a great idea. I mean, maybe not um, in your market, Matt, but yeah, where I live. Yeah, <laughs> not in Michigan. Those things would die. Um, <laughs> yeah. but in general, the three by three exercise comes from that. So, what I'm recommending here mm-hmm. is every day you find three houses that came on the market in areas that you're that you're either working a lot in or that you're interested in working a lot in, right? Don't pick somewhere that you're not interested in. Find the three coolest houses that came out in in your areas and then choose three people each to send those to. So house number one, you send to three people. House number two, you send to three people. House number three, you send to three people. These do not have to be just buyers that you're actively working with, although that's a great start. What this should be is you reinvigorating someone into thinking about the market and real estate near them or you sending someone a house that you just think that they would be interested in. Like I see a home come up in your neighborhood, Garrett, and I worked with you five years ago. I know that you guys are not looking to move. However, Hey, if you're loving this business by relationship approach and you want help to start your own perfect 36 touch system, we can do most of that work for you. Just go to businessbyrelationships.com backslash chat to grab a time to talk with me to see if that's a good fit. And now let's get back to the conversation. That's good. I like that. That's a really good idea. So, and and that relates to, so are you specifically having them look for the houses that are interesting looking, or it's just a house that, you know, they might find, you know, um, it's a, it's a little bit of both. So like when in doubt, 
something close to them is always a win, right? Because it yeah, keeps yeah. them updated on property values near them. And you know, they're going to be looking on Zillow for every single uh, thing that pops up in their neighborhood. Yeah, so you're yeah, beating no, them yeah. to the punch on that so that they don't have to search. Number two, I think a good realtor should be keeping notes on what their clients were looking for even mm-hmm. after they've purchased. So mm-hmm. if you know that I'm really into modern houses and I wanted to be close to a major metro area, you have that note. So a year later, when you see a really cool modern house that, you, that you're geeking out over, send it to me just because it's cool. Same thing. Like, you know, I'm an investor, you know, I don't know, maybe I'm wealthy or something. If you see a really crappy property pop up for 130, text it to me. Like, what's the worst that could happen? Like, mm-hmm. pitch it to me. Like, hey, dude, was thinking about you. This home listed for $200,000. House next door, I have a client rents it out for $3,000 a month. Could be a sick investment. If you want to talk more about it, let me know. Yeah, that's incredible value to that person too. I mean, incredible value. And so, I'm, yeah, I got that one. I'm not going to lie. A realtor cold texted me six years mm. ago and said, mm. "Hey, just had a client back out of this. It's a, it's a really good investment. This is what you could rent it for. This is probably what your mortgage would be. Uh, if you want it, let me know." And I said, "Yes." I got it under contract five days later. We closed 20 days later. I've made a good amount of money on that property every month for wow. the past six years. That was that's my first amazing. investment property. And sh- I wasn't looking. She wow. put the idea in my head by mm. just texting him. Mm. Mm. So that text made her, I don't know, it was a cheap property, but 3000 yeah. bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but every, like you said though, but everyone's, you're right. It, I think people find real estate agents fascinating. And like you said, everyone's interested in real estate, but everyone's interested in just agents and what we do and what our life is like, right? Because it has been blown up uh, that it is all these fancy schmancy things that you see on TV. And reality is they're curious about what we're doing because they think our life is interesting and what we sell real estate is very directly tied to what's going on in their life, right? Whether the economy or, you know, especially right now, as we record this in uh, August 2nd, 2022, people are always curious what's happening in the shift what's going to happen where, where are our values going to go what do you think you know and these are people that haven't asked me about buying a home and probably aren't going to do anything relatively soon but they're just curious they want to know because it just says something about the economy it's it says something about their neighborhood right people get fired up when oh man that house next to me just sold for you know 50 grand that I paid more than I paid last year like that's amazing and you know it doesn't really mean anything because they're not selling their house right now right. right but it says something about them and it gives them value you and understanding what's happening for them. So I love that. So that's the three by three technique, right? You've done critical thinking. And another note there, it's like, this can be used by anyone, whether or not you're new or old in the business, right? Like if you're, if you've been in the business for a while, it should be really easy. But if you're brand new in the business, you still know people and you can still get them interested. I mean, even if you're young and most of your clients are renting, this, this can be a, a great exercise for you. It's good. I love that. I love that. So walk us through now. So you've been, you know, you mentioned talk, tactics for a shifting market. Expound on that. What do you mean? So in a lot of areas of the country right now, we're seeing more expensive listings sitting on the market for a longer period of time. I mean, I think near me, I'm in the Midwest for everyone out there. Stuff that's like, you know, below the median price is still flying and there's still multiple offers. But stuff that's like for us, like 750 or above is starting to sit on the market for a longer yeah. period of time. Yeah. And people are freaked out, right? The same house this year could be 40 to 50% more expensive in monthly payment than it was last year based on yeah. purchase prices being up 20% and interest rates being up 2%. Yeah. So if you're looking for marketing that's specific to the day that we're in today versus marketing that would have worked six months ago, 
I mean, the marketing is different. Aside from reaching out, talk to your clients, et cetera, the messaging is different. The messaging that I think is really important to get out there right now and the tactic, the tactic first. The tactic is to look through your database of all of the people that you talked to in the last three years who lost out on offers or who didn't get the home. I would be making a personal phone call to every one of those people tonight, letting them know, hey, my last five clients that were looking for a year just like you, they got offers accepted this week. Guess what? Mm -hmm. Using FHA loans, using VA loans, using mm -hmm. down payment assistance. People are negotiating again. This is the time to get your past, to get your, you know, your leads and your prospects excited again. And now is the time to jump. I mean, we're recording this in August. I don't know when people are going to be listening to this, but you know, right now people are not thinking real estate. They're thinking back to school, summer vacations, God knows what else. People that are jumping in right now, agents are having more conversions this month than they did in the last two years. I mean, I could tell you the number of mortgage clients we've worked with this month that have low credit scores that were using government loans that weren't getting accepted before, it's it's off the charts. Um, the messaging, though, to the clients is first, get them excited. Second, dangle something. So a couple things to mention. There's a ton of down payment assistance programs out there throughout the country. No one was talking about them for the last two years because a lot of loans were not getting accepted with them, which is a little bit of a shame but it was the reality, right? Sellers yeah, could be right. choosy. Yeah. But to start talking about that stuff again with your clients who need an excuse to jump and need an excuse to talk to you is a huge win. Like for anyone like shameless pitch, for anyone that's in the, you know, the Michigan or Florida area where, where we lend a lot, we have a bunch of zero down programs. We also have a bunch of programs where we can do a second loan on the home for the down payment for an FHA deal. Um, and it goes down to a 600 credit score. That would have never flown seven months ago. You're right. But it's happening today. Yeah, so right. talk to your lender. Think about what programs are happening out there. But also like you can negotiate with the sellers a little bit. A lot of um, a lot of borrowers might be able to negotiate the seller buying down their interest rate. That's a common program out there right now that no one's talking about, but it plays yep. to this market. Again, no seller would have even looked at that offer six months ago. But mm -hmm. today, if that, that house has been sitting on the market for one week, that seller is fearful, even though yeah. we know that it should take more than a week to sell a house. Mm -hmm. The perception is still not there. Perception always lags behind reality. Yeah, that's all of that is spot on, you know, and I think going back and understanding where people were and where they are today and having the right kind of messaging and, and transparency to the agents that are listening that might be doing this. You know, I don't I'm tired of agents saying, well, hey, guys, but look at what the interest rates were. 20 years ago. Nobody cares, right? But they, you know, no buyer is going to say, you're right. It was really expensive 20 years ago and it's really expensive today, but my parents bought out. Like nobody cares. That's not what they're wondering about, right? They're still trying to understand what meets their needs and where are they right now? What matters to them right now? What can they afford right now? And what, what that's going to do for their future or what kind of house they can afford or whatever it is, exactly what you're talking about. And so they need to understand, hey, rates are high. Like acknowledge that. Let's not try to downplay. Well, I would, I mean, I'm, I have to like stop you right there because like, yeah, that's go a, ahead. you know, just super funny, like perspective, realtor versus lender. Mm. I want realtors talking about the fact that rates are low. Like the media mm. has said the rates are high. Yeah, but true. ask your parents, man, rates were 20% in the 80s. Yep. Rates are 6% today, 5%, mm -hmm. 6%, whatever, depending on your credit score. The message we should be sharing is, guys, rates are low. They're higher than they were last month. That sucks. I get it. But rent prices went up at a faster rate than rates did, than interest rates yeah. did. 
and they're yeah. going to continue to go up because when interest rates go up, landlords have to charge more and your rent's going to go up. So the message we need to give out there as real estate professionals is that of positivity and combating a lot of the messages that are out there in the media that are really just there for clickbait. Yeah, no, that's good. I'm, and I'm glad you said that too, because yeah, I mean, for me, I don't mean that they shouldn't be comparing, but understanding where people are right now. So yeah. for example, I'm telling people, okay, rates are 6%, but you're renting and your rent interest rate is hundred percent, right? You've heard a lot of people say that. So, yeah. or, or um, you know, do you have a car loan? Yes. Okay. What's the rate on that? It's like eight and a half percent. Okay. And you're, you're totally willing to pay that, right? Yes. I need a car. Okay. <laughs> Why are we not willing to pay this on your house? Or you're not paying your credit card bill every month. And so you're getting 18% rate, like, and you're okay with that. Um, it's just a matter of their perspective. And so helping them understand what, you know, if they were seven and went down to five and a half, they'd be ecstatic. Well, it's so, funny. It's super funny you say that because perspective is everything. And we see a lot on the financial side, but I mean, take the average person out there who has a hundred thousand dollars in credit card debt, that's paying 20% interest on that. Yet they seriously. call and they find out that the interest rate on the loan they're going to take out is 6% and they freak out realistically, we should be refinancing, getting them out of uh, out of that 20% debt, rolling them into six, yeah. and then and then letting them save more money at the end of every month. There's, yeah, that's right. You know, refinances are for the most part dead right now, but they shouldn't be when people have all kinds of debt out there. And yeah, you know, realtors, you can be the hero in this. If you're talking to a friend and you know their situation, dive deep on it. Refer them to your favorite lender. Use that as a tool to help them. There's so many ways to help people. It's a great point. Yeah, I think it's, you know, it's interesting because uh, my lead agent, Jesse, who is phenomenally good, he's been in the industry for two years and phenomenally good at what he does. But when homes would take more than a week, like you said, to sell, he'd freak out. And I'd say, before you got here, man, it was like three months. That was totally normal, right? I know that the rates are going up, but like this totally normal. It's okay. Like this is how this works. And people still, it doesn't change what happens in people's lives, right? They don't move because of the rates. Now that might've gotten them interested, but they move because they just had a baby or they move because, you know, they need a better school district or whatever. That doesn't change, right? right? Understanding where people are and meeting them where they are and giving them opportunities and 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 so to your point what i've been trying to work with Jesse on is now's the time for us to be creative and help people in ways that they wouldn't probably figure this out themselves right it's going to separate us from the average agent who was just used to someone showing up at their doorstep because they wanted a 2% rate right well that's not the case anymore they're not coming here for fun they're coming here because they need it and they need help and they need to understand you know as agents we're not going to know every loan type that's why we got to have a great lender right like you guys but as agents, we need to understand enough. There's down payment grants, like you said, assistance. You can do this or you know, with VA people, I'm talking all the time. Do you have a car loan? Yeah. Well, why don't we get that paid off by the seller by going up in price even because we can negotiate now? And you know, it's all it's understanding yeah. the total picture of their financial picture. And the, a good lender is going to help you with that too, no doubt. But it's understanding that we can get creative and find really good solutions for people that they're not going to find themselves. And, and the more you do that, the more you've created a story and a narrative for that client to pass on to their friends other absolutely. than, oh yeah, I used a realtor to buy a house. Yeah. Right. That, that You're not going to get the referral just based on that most of the time. Yeah. Tell the story. Yeah. Create stories that you can tell. 
Um, you're hundred percent right, man. I love that. So, uh, man, so much good value here, brother. I appreciate you so much. Let me, um, finish with the question that I ask everybody that I want people to learn where they can find yeah. more from you and about you. But, um, we're on a podcast, obviously of serving, not selling. We've been talking about this in really unique ways. I love that you done cause I'm a hundred percent referral guy. I've been in this industry for a while, never heard anything like that before. So really good stuff, man. I appreciate you sharing that, but what does serving, not selling mean to you, Matt? Yeah. So for me, serving not, you know, we all have different things to serve, right? Mm. So for me, serving not selling means being a connector. So my natural tendency is not to like try to sell you something. My Mm. natural tendency is to see who I know that I could connect you with and then who you know that I could ask for a connection to and then to see what organically can come of that. Because I think like if I'm able to connect you with someone that's really going to help you, it's then much easier to ask you for that sale in the future or for you to just kind of owe me in social capital. And I can just Mm. trust that that referral is going to come over. So I think like the more you can be a connector, the more you can, the the more that you can enjoy your job and also the more that you will likely expect in your in return. Mm. I love that, man. Love that, man. Uh, How can people learn more about you or from you? Yeah. Um, if you want to follow my crazy journey with my kids <laughs> and my real estate tips, it's, it's literally a mix of both. I'm, I'm not, I'm not the guy that's going to post five real estate tips today. It's a little bit of fun, a little bit of real estate. Um, follow me on Instagram, Matt Muscat 88. Uh, otherwise hit, hit up, uh, hit up my book on Amazon, the tangible action guide for real estate marketing. It's called tag. It's super short. It's an easy read. Um, but it's very, very specific with things you can do. And it's not all digital. There's tons of old school stuff. Uh, hit on my podcast, Marketing in Other Markets. We're going to be changing the name of it soon to The Neighborhood Realtor um, nice. because a lot of the marketing we talk about is very like city, like area specific and different things work in different places. But I think yeah. we're, realtors are vital parts of the community and that's the message we want to get across. So hit us up there. But um, yeah, Garrett, it was awesome to be on the show and I can't wait to chat with you again soon. Thanks for, thanks for coming, buddy. Yeah. So agents go check all that stuff out. He's got great things as you could, you could heard today, a lot of good stuff to teach you a lot of ways that are going to help you think differently. And that's going to allow you to build. If you're Albert Einstein always said, you can't solve problems at the same level of thinking that created them. We need new thoughts. We need new ideas. Matt brought a ton today. Matt, thank you, buddy. Agents, thank you so much for tuning in. We will see you next week. Thanks for listening to Serving Not Selling. And especially thank you for sharing the show with other salespeople and reviewing the show on your favorite podcast app. Every time you share the show, you are potentially changing someone's life. And if you're loving this whole business by relationship approach and you want help to start your own perfect 36 touch system, we can do most of that work for you. Just go to businessbyrelationships.com backslash chat to grab a time to chat with me to see if we're a good fit. And stay tuned for the next episode of Serving Not Selling.